Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Formula One Fans UK podcast. I'm Reese and I'm joined today by Chris, Dan, and Tim. Thank you, Alarm, <laughs> on countdown sync timer for restarting. And as you can see, things are running as smooth, smooth as ever. Um, it's because Tim's joined us again. That's what it is. Uh, maybe an upgrade or a downgrade from the American, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> well, uh, probably a sideways step. I would say sideways, sideways step, step. Uh, but anything's an upgrade from a Mercedes strategy. Uh, Don't you mean a Ferrari strategy after today? It could, yeah, I guess it could be worse. You you, you could you could start both cars in the top seven and then finish eleventh and sixteenth. It was just it was just a shambles. Just like what were they thinking? Just the, the, the worst right. bit is they got done not once but twice on the same oh. thing. Anyway, we haven't started that yet. I need to say something. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, I've not been here for two weeks, but I've still listened to the podcasts. Oh, crap. I am not Irish. <laughs> I'm not your little Irish friend. I'm Northern Irish. <laughs> it still has I'm Irish in it, though. I'm right now. I'm, what, sorry? It still has Irish in it. No, let, can we not go down this political wormhole? Yeah, let, let's, let's, let's not get into that. It would be a whole uh, yeah, whole mess. A whole hot napalm car bomb mess. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll teach you about car bombs if you want. I'd rather we didn't because uh, we're, we're a motorsports podcast and um, we like it when our cars run. And if anything goes bang, it's a Ferrari engine. It's a Ferrari engine. <laughs> they haven't had one go bang yet this year, have they? Cease and desist. I think more Mercedes engines have blown up this year than uh, Ferrari's engines. Yeah, Ferrari, uh, well, Mercedes even, are they're exploding and they're also imploding. This looks like it's been happening for a while, this sort of strategy <laughs> cock-up. Um, shall we talk strategy, boys? Well, it's what the race was all about, wasn't it? So, good versus bad. Who could make them work? I think it, it Ferrari just did a Mercedes. I think. Do you mean Mercedes did a Ferrari? No, Ferrari did a Mercedes. Not Ferrari. The other one, Red Bull. Red Bull did a Mercedes. <laughs> Red Bull did a, did a Mercedes. Yes, not once, but twice. It's just yeah. stupid. Red Bull, Red Bull looked at Mercedes and then went Uno reverse. Is literally what they did. <laughs> But the thing that gets me right is every single person at home watching on their TV was shouting. Even the Sky One presenters going, someone's going to have to go for the undercut for a two-stop. And yet Mercedes was like, nah, don't worry about it. It, it. We're fine. It wasn't even that. It was It was a case of Hamilton even on the team radio said, okay, let's make sure we're the ones who do the undercut this time. Yeah. And if after 17 laps your tyres are absolutely screwed... It's not going to get any better for you, is it? You're going to have to go to a two-stop. Yeah, but at the end of the day, when when you say that, who believes what Hamilton says about tyres? Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, in, in the Discord, we were calling uh, it out, weren't we? My tires, my tires are knackered, but I'm pulling away from the Red Bulls. It's a bit different, though, yeah. isn't it, with... Um, with... Oh, crikey, what's going on? Sorry, boys, I've only got to restart. Hang on, what's going no, on? My no, microphone's no. playing up. 
It's recording. It's going off the wrong device. I'm sorry. Oh, that's the most. That is the most annoying you thing. Fool. You fool. And we are back. Uh, I've got away with one here. Um, I managed to have the wrong microphone plugged in, and it was recording off the webcam. Which At least it wasn't recording on Echo. 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 This time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, I have once recorded the whole podcast with Echo turned on as well. Sounded um, like a pitbull track. <laughs> oh God. Where were we? We were talking about how Mercedes screwed the pooch. Yeah. Can we just also say, um, you know, when Mercedes did it at Barcelona, they called the pit stop so late. You heard it on the radio as Lewis was coming out of that chicane. Ted Gravitz told us on Sky F1 that um, Verstappen was coming in that lap before they'd gone through turn 10, which is before the start of the third sector. So if, if, if Ted Kravitz knew it, then surely Mercedes knew that Verstappen was coming that lap as well. And they had the time to react to set up the pit stop on the same. Well, they all have the yeah, uh, team radio feed. Yeah. Mm. So, I think Mercedes should have been quicker to react because they were the team that was ahead. Yeah, they they, they should have boxed Lewis. I mean, that they're, they're they boxed it up twice really with boxing Lewis because when they pitted Valtteri and said they had no option to do that because of the vibrations, that's fair enough. Where well, they pitted back Valtteri first, but. They then waited two laps to pit Hamilton rather rather than pitting him on the same lap as Verstappen. Are we the talking first the, one, first, the, the first, first pit stop? Now. First one, yeah. Yeah. The first time they screwed the pooch. Didn't Bottas pit first? They, yeah, that's what I mean. They bot, It was Bottas, Verstappen, and then Hamilton in consecutive laps. But they should have, yeah. if they had boxed Hamilton on the same lap as Verstappen, there would have been no issues. Like Lewis would have stayed first, in front. That first one, they, they boxed him two laps after. Yeah, that, that yeah, that, that's what Tim said. Yeah, yeah, two laps after. Yeah, but this is this, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is not the first time that Mercedes have overweighted and then got stuck behind. I don't understand how they can call fantastic undercut maneuvers the like they've been pulling, and then this shit. Like, like how how is it so vastly different? Everyone was screaming at the TV. Undercut, 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 undercut. It worked so well for Max first time. Then they let him do it again. Well, even both drivers called it as well because both drivers yeah. said for Mercedes, "This has got to be a two-stop race. We can't do mm. this on one stop." A Valtteri Bottas said that on lap six or seven of the race that there was going to be no chance of a one-stop for any of the front teams to win the race. He said it so early on in the race. Mm. It was. He said that he knew from the start, and then that's why he was so angry when they crossed the line because he said. Two stop me after coming sooner than what he did on the first stop, and then they left him out after one stop all the way to the end of the race when he was calling for it. Yeah, race. totally. That uh, or that audio from the um, from obviously like the driver uh, thing on Sky was amazing. You could tell he was really peed off, like not happy at all. And yeah. to be fair though, uh, as a viewer, I was watching like, yeah, you 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 tell him Valtteri, and in the back of my mind going, you need to keep your mouth shut, son, because George is coming. You need to shush. <laughs> Just go, I'm really thankful for the pit stop and the four tyres that come off this time. Uh, cheers, guys. <laughs> I, th I think Valdry is well aware now that his time's up. Mm. Well, I think the pressure's on him. I think he's been given till the summer break to perform. And and I think that I think that that's why he's so red hot at the moment. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm fighting for my F1 hot. future. 
Red hot. Red hot is in angry. Like he is running hot. He's angry with everything at the moment. He's not red hot form. Like there was all this talk was saying that they were going to make an announcement at Silverstone, and now they're saying they're not going to decide the second driver until winter. Well, yeah, that's I it. I think they're it'll be decided, but I doubt it'll be announced because because George has said sign me or drop me by the end of the summer. Um, we have spent the first ten minutes of this podcast downing Mercedes. Let's say well done, Max Verstappen, because phenomenal, phenomenal drive. So, similar to what Lewis did in Barcelona, he he had a lot of time to make up. Um, he judged the traffic very well. I know Perez and Bottas didn't offer much defence, but um, brilliant, brilliant drive from Max Verstappen, and he extends his lead in the championship, which. I know it's only by eight points, but... Yeah, Verstappen was brilliant. Perez, for me, was even better because he went longer on the tyres everyone was struggling with, had less time to catch up, and still caught up Bottas and got him. And I reckon the race was another five laps longer. He probably would have had Hamilton too. Yeah, because he, he, he was only eight or so seconds behind, I think, some of that. And I think Max took seven and a half seconds out of... Uh, Lewis in four laps, but I think Lewis did go off. It was something like that. Uh, I think did Lewis did go off on eight tenths, yeah. Lewis did go wide, and Lewis also did um, not get through the traffic well. The um, back markers did not help Lewis so in yeah, the fightest. Another five yeah. laps. Whereas they mysteriously all disappeared when Verstappen mm. reached them. Funny that. But Valtteri, Valtteri offered zero defence for Lewis at all. Like, he just breezed past him like it was... Yeah. Yeah, but what was he meant to? The cars coming like a, the cars coming down the road like they're bloody rolling stone, and and he ain't gonna stop it. He ain't gonna. What's the point wasting time trying to stop him? Because, but he did then defend for his life against Perez and kept Perez back for a lot longer than mm. I was expecting. Big difference between Perez and Verstappen. Yeah, mm. I mean. That's another way you can question Mercedes' strategies by expecting Valtteri Bottas to be able to defend from Max Verstappen. I like on a good day, Bottas is pretty poor defending. With tyres how we had today, he offered as much protection as a split condom. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like like we just spoke about, you know, they they haven't made they say they say they haven't made a decision yet. You know, if you're going for that second drive, you're gonna want to put up something at least make it look like you're trying, make it look like it was difficult for him. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. You, you okay there, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> biting my biting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I liked the euphemism. It was a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I guess we can talk a little bit more Red Bull before moving on, because it was perfectly done. And they've done something with that car that has given it a tremendous one, that pace, because all those corners, the grip was excellent. And then, well, it was on Saturday morning that they decided, you know what, we can take some downforce off and still be as fast through the corners. They're running a skinny rear wing. And, I mean, if you watch the qualifying comparison, they've made a hell of a car this year because... Stappen was just driving away like two tenths on the straights he gained on Hamilton. They're doing something illegal. 
<laughs> they've got no flexi right. wing anymore it's being it's be it's this week yeah, is the week where they had to get rid of it that's what we can see you can't see under that, no, under I, that. Think just, I think they've just i think they've just made that. a better car i think they've just they made a better car mercedes have dropped just, big time they just can't make a car that's all of a sudden six tenths of a second faster than it, than it was. what do you mean like braun did do you mean well, like mercedes did double, in 2014 yeah Everybody knew that Mercedes have got half a second faster for the last six or seven years. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean like Mercedes did last season when they were expected to compete with a cheesing Ferrari, yet somehow made the car another half a second faster, anticipating having to catch up? Yeah. yeah. Um, also, in terms of the constructors' championships, there's now a 38 point gap from Red Bull to Mercedes. That is a mm. lot to make. No, that's not much. When you've got two Red Bull cars that are now competitive. Yeah, that's with Perez in there. It's not much when you consider that it's um what twenty five, twenty five and seventeen for a second. Twenty eighteen for second. Eighteen for second plus maybe a fastest lap. You're you're looking at thirty five, nineteen max. Looking at forty four points. You can look at forty four points in race maximum. So yeah, but you're relying then on a double DNF, aren't you, from Red Bull still to make up forty four points. Red Bull are still going to finish third and fourth most races. It's still going to be a few races of Mercedes one twos to catch up. Yeah, but or Mercedes go through a season with full reliability. I can't see Honda making it through a season without blowing. Not with this level of engine. Yeah, they're they're pushing it. Not with this level of engine. And I could just see a couple of failures. I see Mercedes having a failure too. I mean, they're being pushed harder than they've been pushed in over a year. Are they going that yeah. much faster than last year? You know they haven't. They, they they've made a forward. No, they were because of the regulation. Yeah, they were s- slower, weren't they? I think in the re- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Of the yeah, because of the floor. That's because of the changes yeah. to the floor, not because mm. of the changes to the engine. Yeah, but you know they they're not going. They're not pushing their engine much more than they were before, and they're used to that doing that. Whereas Honda. Are pushing their engine that much further than they have before. Mm. And I can't see them going a whole season pushing the engine to the to the limits like they are doing. Well, they and got like through today, the first set of races, and I mean, ten, they went a race longer than Mercedes without having to make a change. And the change was made by choice. Not yeah, I know, but they still went a, a race longer. Well, that engine will get used again. Probably will be by Mercedes. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably be on. Use the engine again. Yeah, probably be on one of the the more pooper circuits. Well, yeah, I think they yeah. would probably have gone back to it for uh, Singapore, but yeah. there's no Singapore obviously anymore. Like a, yeah, more like a street circuit yeah. where it's not so heavy on the on accelerating streets. How gutted must Red Bull be that there's no Singapore? By the way, I don't know. I think if anyone's more gutted, it's Ferrari with how strong they were in Monaco. <laughs> well, we've we've had two seasons assists already, I think, from the uh, Ferrari fans. Um, yeah, but we but we we were nice to them in the early podcasts. So what they can't have it, or they can't have it all. Yeah, we were nice to them. We were, we were nice to them a couple of weeks. To be fair, yeah, we were we were probably nice on the first ones that Tim done here. before he sacked us off. We we were we were all um, gutted at Monaco, weren't we? Yeah. Even even the hardest Mercedes fan must have been a bit disappointed that Leclerc didn't make yeah. the start. Um, shall we move on? From I McLaren? yeah, I would love to talk about McLaren. 
Um, because yeah. Hold on, we've just what a... Ferrari. Hang on, hang on. We've done... We'll oh, do we Ferrari, we'll we we'll we not do Ferrari, you know, where they finished, at the back. You can't just say, let's talk about Ferrari, and then let's not, let's go and talk about McLaren. Alright, we'll, we'll go we'll stick with Ferrari. Ferrari let's stick with Ferrari. The 11th to 16th, qualified well, didn't race well. Absolutely shocking. Mm. And is this cool, cool. A, a sign of things to come? You know, you lose your, you lose your main sponsor for the for a while, and that's I don't it. think that's going. I think, I think they're still paying for it. So they can't. They can't use a tobacco sponsor in the uh, because or yeah. in Europe. They wonder, need to change it. I wonder. Did it? I wonder if they'll have it on at Silverstone. Uh, well, because I don't it's think they will. Technically non-EU. Yeah, we're still a tobacco yeah. sponsorship, isn't it? Which isn't allowed over here. It wasn't allowed in Italy, technically, but they they ran it. Mm. Yeah, they ran it at Imola. And Barcelona. Yeah, that's true. I just think that they really need to change the name. Who who cares? It, it, who cares? It's a, it's a horrible looking thing, and I'm glad it's off the car. Yes, yeah. but then when we get used to it not being there, it will come back, and we'll be like, mm, "There it is again." Mission win eventually. But Monza. With with that though, with with that sponsorship, that mission mission winner is it? Miss. Yeah, mission winner. It shows up on a MotoGP bike every race on the Ducatis. They don't take it off yeah. the whole season. Maybe it's a, a money issue. Maybe we'll have to look into it. If anybody knows why they can't run it every race, get back to us on some of our socials, I'm sure guys. sure there was tobacco sponsorship in the, the laws and whatever, but... Yeah, but Mission Winu is like an engineering development. It's not just all tobacco. Yeah, but it's Marlboro. Yeah, but it's with what mission we know. Yeah, it's Marlboro. Are they the same? Yeah. yeah. So let us know on www.whatthefuck.com. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah what they what they messed up on here, which was pretty much everything from qualifying onwards, from the end of qualifying. Yeah. 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 Ferrari just uh... they they pit they pit they pitted Leclerc far too early, and they pitted Science far too late. Which um... I don't know, but it seems to have worked out better for signs. It's, it worked out better for signs than it did Leclerc, um, by by some yeah. standard. But yeah, but signs only one stop, whereas Leclerc mm. had to two stop for pretty much on safety grounds by the end because he stopped on lap thirteen or fourteen, and then expected to go to the end. Yeah, right. So I think that's enough Ferrari because yeah, let's just move on. They don't listen to us anyway, Ferrari fans. We we've we've pissed them off to way too long ago. Let's talk about a team which we, we know we have some followers of. And that's um, the Ricard, um, Ricardo with um, McLaren. With Sorry, Darren. Darren. <laughs> Sorry, McDar- McDarren as they're now known. Um, Lando Norris is phenomenal. Lando was my, my driver of the day. Yeah. He was fantastic. And... I voted for I, I voted for Ricardo as my driver of the day. They were both the pair of them were brilliant from lap one. Well, not from lap one because they both lost places on lap one, but lap two. I will openly put my hand yeah. up that I voted for Stroll because I felt really sorry for him coming from the back, uh, and 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 he didn't have a and he didn't have a bad finish. So he got a point. He got a point from exactly. Yeah, he, man, he managed to make it uh, top ten. So. 
Yeah, he got top 10. Norris yeah. got a qualified for his team by his teammate, but finished in front of him. No, Norris qualified 8th and Ricardo finished Yeah, tenth. Ricardo qualified 10th. <laughs> Ricardo qualified 10th. Yes, Norris we get it to him. Chris was wrong. Don't let, don't let him suffer it more. <laughs> but, um, no. But there was some absolutely cracking driving by both of them, to be fair. Uh, at, yeah, at, that, at one yeah, point, or maybe when two. Norris, sorry, you, you, you go, Christopher. When, Nor when Norris did that overtake on, I'm not sure who. When he, oh, he drove down the inside. Gasly? Oh, what, on the inside of Gasly? On the inside of... Oh, no, it wasn't... Gasly, yeah. wasn't it? It was Alonso. Oh, no, on the inside... No, he went Ferrari. on the inside of Alonso through um, Siena, whatever it was, the sweeping right-hander right after right the end of the straight. Oh, we need thingy. He knows all these <laughs> corner names. Corner names. Yeah, it was, it was up the inside of yeah. scene. Isn't that... Up the inside of scene. But it, that that overtake when he drove, drove just threw it in the inside. That was yeah, that was on Alonso. Yeah, yeah, it was on Alonso. I did legit think that uh, they were going to take each other out at several points in the race. Oh, they're just going to come together in a minute and just take and wipe each other out. Uh, Norris uh, yeah. was fuming, wasn't he, when he got forced off at turn but, one? Was it turn one? Yeah. Yeah, it was turn one. Not in the race, in the sorry, not on the first lap, but there was a bit later I in the race he was... and uh, Ricardo shoved him I off. I didn't think that I thought he got annoyed with uh, Gasly shoving him off. No. It was No, earlier on long before that. He got annoyed at Ricardo and he was fuming on the radio. Yeah, because it was the he, he got annoyed at Gasly too mm. for shoving him off. But still fifth and sixth. Yeah. Um just great racing, really. Couldn't yeah, fault them. But, but, uh, in, in, at the before the race, in his pre-race interview, Norris said that they would be happy with anything better than 10th. So to finish 5th and 6th is um, pretty... And to finish ahead of both Ferraris. Yeah. Lando Norris needs to stop doing himself a distrust, though. because um, Or disjustice, even. Um, because there has only been one race this season where he hasn't finished in the top five. Wow, that's a stat. And he's, finished, he's the only driver to finish in the points every race this season. Um, moving on, Alpha Tauri. What Pierre? Pierre Gasly, seventh place. Impressive. I, Pierre was very impressive, but I had to laugh at qualifying whenever they were talking about Sonoda not being able to reach one of the fences, <laughs> and the next thing he backed himself <laughs> into one. <laughs> yeah, they said that everyone would do very well to reach a barrier, and then Sonoda is um. <laughs> Sonoda finds the wall um, yeah. with a real, real strange accident. That's because he figured the only way he he could get over the barrier was to jump on the car and go over it. <laughs> that was it. Got a leg up. That's it. Get a leg See, up. When Chris jump. said about him reaching the barrier, there, I just imagined him trying to reach the top of the barrier from like <laughs> yeah. could be so small. It's the reason he's slow. Is he has to deal with the excess weight from the booster seat. <laughs> 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 Maybe he doesn't even control the car. Maybe it's like you do with the kids when you put them in the car. You put the fake little steering wheel in and the pedals. Maybe someone else is controlling the car. Too much to drink. Well, they said they had to do come up with a device to extend his pedals for him, didn't they? Because it was um, last season's yeah. car. It was built for Kvyat. Yeah. 
And judging by how much he's struggling to control the car in qualifying at the moment, I can only think that that method is the same one they use for Warwick Davis on Top Gear, where they strap some Pringles to the bottom of his foot. <laughs> he did have a good recovery drive, though. Yeah. I mean, granted, he didn't finish in the points, but to go from 20th to 13th in a race where no one had a DNF, that's, um, that's still good going. Yeah. Um, he was very happy with his race pace in the post-race interview as well. Um, he said that he felt like it, he think it was second stint. He said he felt it really clicked for him. And it was the feeling that he hadn't had in the car for like the whole weekend. So he's obviously got yeah, something there. Uh... But then, yeah, as we were saying, Gasly was brilliant again. Just, yeah, just can't that get goes without saying, to be honest, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm kind of really, I'm kind of glad for him uh, that he did end up back uh, at the sister team after being kicked out of Red Bull because he he was a too good a driver to let go, and I, I think he's definitely proven that now. Yeah, it's, it's been proven. Yeah, he he needs somewhere to go. What's going to happen to him next next year? Because about I think he's stuck in that. I think he's stuck in that program. I think he's stuck in the uh, the Atari seat. I was. I was fully convinced that the Alpine with the rebrand would want a French race winner, but they've now signed Ocon to three years extension on his current contracts this mm. week. So fully deserved. Yeah. Oh, fully deserved, one hundred percent from Ocon's perspective. But I think that has really screwed over Gasly. I think he's got nowhere. Just leaves yeah. him with nowhere to go because that was where I thought he but would end up. But you see, yeah. as a, as a, as a um driver that's stuck I would not be able to help myself but look at what happens, what's happening with Grosjean and um, Ericsson in IndyCar Is it not a step and, down though yeah. from Formula 1? Why would it be a think? step down? It's a spec series mm. IndyCar is not IndyCar is, I think that IndyCar is a step sideways I wouldn't pass yeah. it as a step no. down If you're going to be at the front end of an IndyCar series You're at the front end maybe but I, I just think it's completely different. When you're stuck with nowhere, nowhere to go, it's... Red Bull's only going to keep Gasly in that car for so long. Well, they kind of have to keep him in there because he's a great well, benchmark for whoever is have... in that second seat because he performs so well in consistency come... in it. They have their kids coming through on the GP2. Yeah. They can't keep a driver in that seat. They, you know, they've, they've been really open saying that that's their feeder seat. Yeah, but I think, if anything, it's... It's Sonoda that still loses that seat if anyone loses it because he came up too soon. He needed another year in F2. Yeah. I think Gasly's too good Maybe. to stay there. Yeah, but like we just say, like, he, he can't really step up anywhere, you know? Uh, where's he really going to go? He can't go to... He, he can't really go yeah. to... He can't go to Alpine. He can't go to... Uh, uh, Aston, Martin. Aston Martin because they're locked in. Yeah. If it had gone tits up for Vettel, I think that's where Possibly, he would have gone. Yeah, there's, there's nowhere. Alpha at a push. But... Maybe Alfa Romeo, but do you really want to go to Alfa Romeo? That's it. I mean, it's... no one knows what's going to happen. I, th I think your best place, if you are Pierre Gasly, is to stay, stay there for stay another there, season yeah. in 2021. No one else is coming in to take that seat. So I'd keep I'd keep, hold, I'd keep hold of it. I would I would use this season to show Red Bull what they lost. I think he's been doing that for, I, the, I, I for the past couple of seasons. He's... He's You've got Grosjean out there that's qualifying high, just needs to complete the race. And you've got Ericsson that's just had his first race win. 
you know. Yeah. yeah. And IndyCar is the place to be. You look at Rossi. Rossi went it. and made a career for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Rossi Rossi's a good did. Um, mm. and, uh, Not Max um, Chilton though. Max Chilton doesn't even turn up to the right country sometimes. Um, I think Max oh, is there Max. just so he can buy Chloe another gift every time he goes. I I think it's kind of a a, mo- a monetary value for him. He he he, he just likes to to prance around uh, the paddock and such. Uh, that is my wholehearted uh, opinion on Max Chilton. We now know tonight's IndyCar race. Uh, <laughs> uh, obviously, this is pre-recorded before. Uh, I will do a retake if it is, so I don't sound so stupid. <laughs> I don't want to know. I was so happy for Patrice Award last week. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That was an amazing drive and amazing win. He's another one you could throw in the F1 hat. Why? Why? He would not want to go there. If something opened up. Have you not seen the interview with him? And he's, got a, he's got a test, hasn't he? He's, he's secured a test. test. He's got a test season, and he's desperate to have a test yeah, in but F1. That's, and I'm, yeah, anybody would want to drive a car. But, but Patrice, why would he want to leave a team where he's already won two races this season and go to a series where it's like backwards? And while we're talking about IndyCar, it has to be said that the arrow screen saved um, Rosenquist from elite at the from very least serious injury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From serious head injury. I'm yeah. um, actually really starting to like that error screen a lot more than I did at first. And to be fair, I like I'm it a, big a lot fan more. Than both. I I like I like Every it more than the halo. Something. I I don't know what it is. Um, they cut the halo. The halo's installed inside it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's it's a hey, it's it's the halo with a bit of. Ballistic glass yeah. around it. Ballistic glass around it, yeah. Um, but just quickly while we were talking about um, Pato Award, um, I mean, you say, why would he want to come to F1? Sergio Perez, also Mexican, is a rock star back there. Would you not want to be a rock star? Have that level of Tracy fame? Ward is a rock, rock star. Perez is, a, is so... But in, he's a hero in Turkey. In, um, <laughs> you nearly said Turkey. In, um, um, Mexico. I need to say Turkey because I've got the I've got Sky Sports News on the background and I'm just seeing highlights of that game. That's really distracting. I was only on the, it's only on mm-hmm. for the uh, in case there's any F1 news breaking up. Um, but yeah, no. Sergio Perez is a is a megastar in Mexico, and why wouldn't Patricio Ward want to be that as well? Because he already is. Hmm. You think there's that so level? Fans he's he's that... coming. He's not, on, he's a not Perez on that Perez level. level, is he? Yeah, but he's only been running a couple of years. That's true. But you know what? I I watch a lot of car channels and what have you on YouTube, and he's been idolised by the the Mexicans on there. People have people have got to stop thinking of IndyCar as being beneath F1 because F1. Carries its own arse up way too high. Yeah, I just think it's completely different. Great thing to say on an F1 podcast. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but it does, doesn't it? Let's be honest. It does. It it's does. up its own arse. It oh, it's it's meant to be the pinnacle of uh, engineering and motorsport. So it could be that way next year, though, with uh, with all the regulation changes. We don't know. Um, at least in a, at least an IndyCar, you can overtake. You can overtake today. It yeah. proved, we proved today you can overtake. 
DRS. Well, you could overtake with a tyre advantage, but you couldn't overtake with a similar tyre set. I think we should bring in the, the push-to-pass seconds for Formula 1. Uh, I think we should a little boost. Well, I like that. But you have, you have, you've got overtake, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, but... No, but I, I, uh, I mean, have, like... They don't have DRS. The, like, visualisation of a lot in them seconds per race. You can see who's got a bit more left and who's been absolutely smashing their button to stay yeah, in their get, position. Yeah, they get, what is it, Oh, yeah, it would be interesting. It would be race. interesting if it was capped per race. That would yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you start off not a cap to the limit you can lose per lap, but you have a limit to how many seconds yeah, that you yeah, can yeah. lose yeah. per no, lap. I know how it works. In... You have that yeah, yeah, Tim. Well. God, yeah. Come, comes back on a podcast after 22 away, throwing <laughs> it around. Um, where's where's the lovable American? Tim's, Tim's, love... Tim's very mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was explaining it for any viewers who do of our listeners who do not watch IndyCar on a regular basis because that might be a bit confusing to yeah. them as to what we were saying. There. What isn't confusing for our listeners is the best place to go to for 3D printed track wall art because, as always, this podcast is sponsored by Apex Tracks uh, 3D printed track wall art to get um, any track off the um, off the F1 calendar 3D printed as wall art for you. Head to apextracks.com. That's A P E X. T-R-A-X-S dot com. That's apextracks.com. Chris dancing around with Steering the wheel. Silverstone. <laughs> the Silverstone, Silverstone. Um, track, it which is the next... It must be time to start a new competition. Almost time, yes. Uh, keep an eye out on yes. the lead-up to Silverstone. There will be a competition running on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so make sure you follow us on those. They're both at Formula One Fans UK. That's with the number one. Um, yeah, there's a competition coming up on how you can win some track wall art again. Anyway, um, back to the race. Shall we talk about Alpine? Is there anything to say? Alonso, eighth. I thought Alonso, Alonso was fantastic was... all weekend. You yep. would, you th- would take a finish last, and you would say he was fantastic. <laughs> I do have a love for Fernando Alonso. You think he walks on rose petals? <laughs> yeah, he does. He probably <laughs> does. Much. Where he gets, that, gets off the plane blocks. in Spain and has like has like local children that drop rose petals in front of him. Qualified eight, finished eight. Ooh. You know, like that. God. C- well, you... I think he's put that car above where you. Someone needs to get um, Chris a spank. Calm down, mate. God, Chris is getting a little feisty today. I think Alpine have got to be the most over overhyped team this season. I I I don't know. The biggest hype and and returned it with the the lowest amount of points. I'd say the most overhyped has been Aston Martin, but we'll keep on Alpine just for now. Um, I mean Alonso was great. Ocon's got his new contract. I mean, he finished forty. Ocon, Ocon was anonymous this weekend. weekend. Yeah, he, he he. I would have expected more from him given the new tro- given the new contract. You think he'd be on a bit of a high? Well, let's be honest. His race engineer didn't even know he had a new contract until yesterday. No, that that's got to have been totally, uh, like, faked for the media covering the race and the radio and all that sort of stuff. Cause, Still didn't cause, sound great, though, did it? No, but if we knew, there's no way he didn't know. What, you going to tell me man's not got Twitter or something? Even Crofty <laughs> was like, well, we knew that two days ago. 
Yeah. Um, wow. If Crofty was ahead of the game of someone, then this ain't really wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to go a little bit off Crofty. I'm not going to lie. Uh, he kind of lost me when he said uh, about being stoked. I, I don't think he should say that again. Um, it, it really threw me off. Um, and and also, he did call uh, Nikita Mazaspin. He called him Mazapin. So he's kind of bringing it back a bit there. Uh, yeah, that's he's not spun recently, though, has he? No. Uh, I, I, I almost feel like I'm the crofty of the group because he just spouts nonsense and then he has to get corrected. Um. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That, I'd say that's what you are. You are the crofty of this uh, of this podcast. I just say a load of stuff that doesn't make any sense, and then it gets fact-checked, and then we have to redo the podcast. It's great. <laughs> um, right, mo- moving on. Yeah. yeah. Moving on <laughs> to Aston Martin. Ninth and tenth. Yeah. Double point finish. One of only four teams to achieve that. They ran really long, though, didn't they? It's, a, it's an improvement. Did they run really long? They ran very yeah. long. I think that's what saved them. If I'm honest, I've, I think if they'd have stuck to normal pit strategy, they'd have got swallowed up to 15th, 14th, 15th maybe. Vettel was flying early on. Yeah. Vettel was flying early on. Uh, uh, I think it's an improvement of, you know, where they were stood at the start of the season. You know, we've had a couple of good sort of proper races at the start of the season. Then we've had the Mickey Mouse in the middle, and now we're back to normal. And Aston Martin have yeah. shown a slight progression after the Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um. Not many other teams have shown that. Yeah. Obviously, he he, yeah, he had I, that I, second place in Baku, didn't he? So he's. Yeah, but that yeah. was a, that yeah, was a Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. but what I'm saying is, I think that kind of give him. Like you know, I th- I think it's kind of invigorated the team that they can pull something off. Talking of Baku, I didn't get the same my piece on it last week. And you're not going to do it this week either. <laughs> and you guys, you guys were were slagging me off. I need to have my piece. Uh, right. Let's 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 let him go before we get another cease and desist. Right. Listen up. Lewis, what a muppet! Pirelli, <laughs> Pirelli needs a serious smack and need to go down and sit in the kiddie pool for a while because this isn't the first time they've had stupid tires on, with stupid tire pressures, and haven't controlled what's going on because. Was it last year, year before, they had two blowouts on the main straight, mm. and now it's happened uh, again. I'm not sure where it was. They did have, they had some, they had a failure for Bottas. Failure that was a puncture. That was a puncture. The Bottas one. No, the um, sec- couple of years second ago. one was. But um, it's, it's it's unacceptable what happened there, and it was dangerous. And not not just, I'm not just holding blame with the tire manufacturer. The FIA and the race stewards need seriously looked at because how long was before they put that safety car out? I thought that was disgusting. Yeah, no, we we agreed on that last week. Mm. Um, but keeping with Pirelli, before moving on to Williams, um, 
well, they got it wrong again, really, today, didn't they? With uh, one drop strategy and saying uh, how long a set of tyres can last, and a lot of teams finding that really wasn't the case, and having to pit for safety with vibrations. Didn't Pirelli say I don't think per- I don't... like forty-four laps? Was it that Pirelli said it would go for- or forty laps? 44, 44 laps, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, there were some teams that were never going to no, achieve that. It was like... I don't... The track temperature today was 20 degrees less than the Friday, which is what they produced ah. the data on. So they could not have predicted a 20 Wait, you, you say that. lowering. We all have the weather forecast, Tim. <laughs> we all have historical data. Well, we don't. They do. So surely they should know better. I don't think Pirelli should be telling teams how long the tyres are going to last. I mean, yeah, that's why teams do their long round pace, I guess. I I think it's just one of them nice statistics that they throw up for people watching at home on the TV. I personally believe that's what it is. Pretty much, AW then, Amazon Web Services call up Pirelli and go, "We need some bullshit to throw on a graphic." Can that, you that tell is us? It. Can you tell us this? I mean. The Bottas one today, the, sorry, the Hamilton Verstappen one today annoyed me. It was like, oh, striking distance, seven laps. Well, Bottas was in between. Mm. How and did he know that? It's like, <laughs> Tim is triggered right now. It's his least favourite advert <laughs> going anywhere. But it's like seven laps. It's like, well, Bottas is in between. And uh, as we said, like Bottas offers no protection whatsoever. Nope. But Also, the medium tyres were wearing off, so the gap became less because it took 14 or 15 yeah. laps and when they said it was yeah once again amazon websites oh they're amazing um they're really not they're really not yeah it's uh it's yeah it's litter <laughs> um should we talk about williams wait quickly before we go back yep the the, the pirelli issues that they've created for themselves did lead to an interesting french grand prix so on that note thank you for Pirelli for ballsing up. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Pirelli, for screwing the pooch. Thank That's you, Pirelli, yeah. for screwing the pooch and giving us something to laugh about. Yeah. Um, and a decent and French race. And Mercedes, too. Yeah, Mercedes, too. But yeah, messing it up. Um, Williams, George Russell, 12th. 12th. It's, it's in the right direction. It's not terrible. And with that, they're back above Haas in the Drivers' Championship. That's got to yes. be a relief for sure. That's <laughs> it a really fact has. That they were below them is shocking. Um, I think it shows that they are making positive moves towards the the middle of the grid instead of the back, and I I also think it shows what George is ringing out of that car compared to his Canadian teammate Latifi. Uh, it's phenomenal. What he's getting out of that absolute dog shit car. Can I just say, I think the the incident with Mick Schumacher on on Saturday in qualifying. Um, George was past him and was still on his lap when they called the red flag. They surely not that at that point they could be running double wave jellos at the crash. And have let any cars that have passed the crash site finish their laps. Like he was something like five, six seconds away from finishing. Yeah, that would yeah. work if drivers respected double wave yellows, which is Michael Massey's already um, gone to them multiple times this season. 
we're gonna break we bring out red flags now because you guys don't respect double wave yellows but yet take 20 minutes to put a safety car out it's yeah there's yeah that i think that they may have learned this weekend or been scared by the driver's reactions to what happened Mm. in baku so they are going to be more trigger happy with the safety cars and the red flag it still took them all everyone down still took them all oh yeah the sonoda one it was like it was a long time for the double wave yellows but I think that's because they wanted to give him the chance to get restarted, yeah. didn't they? But the, um, but the Schumacher one, they were quick. They were very quick with Schumacher. I I personally think that when there are red flags and stuff like that, and you've got a proportion, like a high proportion of the drivers on hot laps that you know that haven't done laps and stuff like that, that, that there should be a like discus- discretionary time within the FIA to allow like an extra five minutes, like, you know, maybe like one out lap and uh, like another hot lap, maybe, I think, because like, you know, there's a lot of drivers that get, yeah, but there's a lot of drivers that get dipped out by it every time. Going back to Baku. Again. That red flag restart. Make your mind up, standard start or, or... Yeah. No, start. it was the right decision, uh, and they they, they okay. explained that. I know you're going. I know you're going on about Imola, but they did explain it was because the track yeah. was different levels of wet and dry, so it wasn't safe to do a roll. It was not safe to do a standing start. There was no need to do a standing start with two laps to go. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant in, until Hamilton went off, and then I was having strongly mixed emotions. Oh yeah. I, I think I said on the podcast I nearly threw the remote through the you TV. You walked. You did a walkout. I was very upset. What you said. You did yeah, a walkout. I did. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. At that point, For me, I was the way done. I saw that was that Perez could and should have lost his lead because we're having Mickey Mouse standing starts. Mm. He had earned that that lead of that race. Yeah. And. Almost mm. lost it to Lewis, mm. and I don't think that's fair. And I don't think standing starts should be something that we're doing. I don't think we're ever gonna please. Yeah, like but I don't drama. think we're ever gonna like please everybody, are we? Um, anyway, moving back to it's... this race and finishing off Williams, Nicholas Latifi drove around the track for fifty-three laps and eighteenth. And anyway, moving on <laughs> to Alpha t- um, Alpha Romeo. Um, Giovinazzi. Oh, Williams Who? come before yeah. for Alfa Romeo. George was 12th. Yeah, the next day. Uh, yeah, next that's one how good is George Alfa did. <laughs> Thanks to Giovinazzi in 15th and Reichen 17th. Um, it, yeah, I think it was where they belong, really, though, um, given they were ahead of the TV behind Russell. Yeah, but it needs to be they, the they other split, way around. They split the, um, they split the Williams. Um, with Ocon and Sonoda there. Ocon having a struggling race. Oh, and of course, uh, Leclerc as well struggled. Sonoda drove well. I think I think Raikkonen's head's already in six flags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I just think I, it I was... I uh, next season. No, I just think it was a poor... Like, since they unloaded the cars, it's, it's been poor for them. I think that they would have been probably aiming for maybe 15th, 16th. But I think this is 
you know, it's that I think they're walking away. Not yeah. I mean, fifteen was the, like you know unimpressed. They kind of expected it in a race where everyone finished, and then being in the eighth best car, fifteenth really was their ceiling this weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of course, this weekend because of George, they are the uh, the ninth best car. Um, which leaves us to the uh, the worst car on the grid. Has. Well, Mick Schumacher's learned something from his dad, hasn't he? <laughs> Get your result in qualifying by sticking it in the wall. <laughs> yes. Good lap, though. Go, what's but a good lap? It's, it shows how much he's pushing that car. He's having more accidents than Mazepin now, but he's so much faster. You can see that the accidents are because he is right on an knife edge with that car. He is getting... He's driving it so much on the limit to get that much out of it. There was a movie. There was a movie. I can't remember whether it was Days of Thunder or whatever. But there was a line in it where they said, "We can, you can slow someone down, but you can't speed them up." And Mick Schumacher, he's someone that they need to rein back. And Mazda Spin is somebody that you just can't teach to drive faster. Yeah. Yeah. Also going Can with um, with uh, racing movies, and uh, <laughs> this might be what I'm trying to bring up the uh, back of Sonoda's car when it had the accident. That shake and bake baby, that shake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, that was uh, weird, wasn't it? That was that. I had to be a seized gearbox that. That's not just the the, the the grippy ground. Yeah. On a side note of the grippy ground, I didn't feel sick this year, so that's a plus. Because <laughs> every, every year I watch it, it makes me want to throw up. Did you watch it on 3HD this year? I did indeed. So you can see it better clarity? Well, I would hope so for an extra however a month. Uh, much more I pay a month to Sky. Obviously, other subscriptions are available, just not in this country. What what I would be able to get, what I'd give to pay £2.29 a month to F1 not TV. Not for us. <laughs> I was about to say, not for us. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, hmm. we'll, we'll finish off Hass. Uh, there's only one other, well, there's two other things to note, really. One, one thing of note was Schumacher being forced off by Mazepin. What was that all about? Again. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember them talking yeah. about it. Was that in the race? In the race. Yeah. I remember them talking about it. It was, it was an unusual... It was pretty much Mazepin had a run on Schumacher into um, turn one, I think it was, and then forced him off on the exit of turn two, forced him off the track on the outside. And then he had to go and take that really long escape road, which looks almost like a bit of a drag strip. Right. Why are we discussing this of the turn one and stuff, yeah. right? I was watching the replay of Max's turn two incident. He wasn't at turn two. Yeah. He was in between turn two and turn one. So out at what point yeah, but do you, you want decide? to make a marginal decision if you're Michael Massey that could affect the championship? 
The man's got no balls. He's not even got the balls to deploy a safety car because on time. I I watched it and I felt it was turn one, and that and that's not even being a Lewis fan. That's being a race fan. That is before turn two, before you cross from the right to the left to take turn two. He was at turn one. It's a turn one incident, but yet he wasn't penalised. It's first lap, and he and he didn't go through first lap. That, that, these things happen on the first lap. Yeah, you say that though, but in Russia last season, Carlos Sainz was reprimanded yeah. heavily. I think it was what Carlos it, Sainz for for not taking the escape what's on lap the point one. In putting this very clear rule that they are enforcing vigorously, to then not enforce it. He, he lost positions. The well, day. that you know. So is that? I know, is that he lost the position, enough? and you do lose a. Uh, he he finished well, fast. I mean, so it depends say, really where you sit on yeah, it or where they I, sit. I don't know. They they sat on it being turn two, so that's why he didn't punish it. Uh, and Perez has got away with his track limit sort of violation on the Bottas move. Um, yeah, the other thing was Schumacher seemed just to get massive him back with an undercut. It's like we're not going to risk racing those or overcut even. It's like we're not going to even risk those boys racing each other on track anymore and they sort of moved Mazepin out the way almost with strategy. It's just a really clever thing to do. Yeah. Tim, control your family. Hang on one second. Either out, sorry. Listen, we're, we're trying to do professional problems. work here. <laughs> Try to do professional work and there is a cat. Yeah. There's a Tim, cat. be professional. <laughs> sorry. I think we might leave it at that. Um... Your screen is wobbling all over the place like the back of a house. <laughs> it was anyway for a minute. Like the back of a house. No, the back of a house going into the wall. <laughs> Don't you mean the back of uh, Alpha Towery? Well, it wasn't Alpha Towery this week. It was Sonoda this week. But um, we are going to... Do you think... Do you, wait, no. Do you think in the drivers' meeting that they all take like a like a bingo number on who's going to crash this week? You don't have to talk some shit. <laughs> Listen, Fabio Briatore isn't around anymore. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Um, and I, I think we've all lost our tra- I think we've all lost yeah. our train of no, thought. No, I, I know exactly um, where my train of thought is. It is our focusing on these. Overpaid drivers that can't keep it in a straight line or out of a wall. When was the last time you crashed your car? But I, I've never had one. What a load of. But when was but when was the last time you drove a car that produces like <laughs> one over a thousand horsepower? And earlier on Mario Kart, come fast. It's the same. The maths isn't, are the isn't, same. Isn't, isn't that yep. one hundred and fifty cc? When when you when you say uh, that. Dan, Dan hasn't crashed, or Dan says he hasn't crashed. He's got to remember, Dan's never going fast enough to crash by his punctuality for the podcast. He's always running behind too slow. Uh, no, um, no, no, wait, he's right. So you're <laughs> going to have a, like, a pop at me for being late when someone that is clearly on our screen that oversleeps by an hour, twice, several times. I I, I find that Last very out of order. Last week I overslept. The week before I said I wasn't coming on. No, no, no. What about the week before that? I was and here. And the week before that? I was here. Only missed two. Uh, uh, yeah, sleepy time. 
I'm just going to keep quiet because my last podcast was Imola. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still not sure um, if we had an upgrade or a downgrade <laughs> having you back, but it you it's... I like listening to the American. Yeah. How's your American accent, Tim? Uh, rubbish. I'm not even going to try. Damn it. We nearly baited him into it. We nearly, nearly got it. Uh, and with that failed futile attempt we will um, we will wrap the podcast up uh we hope you enjoyed listening if you have share us with your friends um if you want to connect with us you can find a link in the bio to this podcast with links to all our socials uh if you want to search for us we are formula one fans uk on facebook and on twitter and instagram we are at formula one fans uk um make sure you if you do click on the link in the bio to check out our shop and uh, keep an eye out for the uh, upcoming podcast upcoming competitions until next time thank you very much for listening cheerio guys cheerio guys see you later guys What a muppet.